from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes yeah. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've gone banana cake, full on banana cake mm. And it's another edition of the Pros from Dover My name is Matt, that is Jim Hey Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, we're back at Ruby's Yeah, uh, we are Sitting in the basement, a little warm tonight A little warm, a little, little, uh, little sultry Yeah, a little uh, Maybe it's not just because of the tank top that Matt's wearing Goddamn punishment <laughs> I am wearing a Washington Senator shirt. Thank you very much, sir. This is one of my favorite t-shirts that I own. Yes. 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 It, it took me like 10 minutes to, to see that it was a Washington Senator shirt because yes. it's so like faded out. Yeah, well, that's that's all the rage these oh, days. Is it? Okay. That's all the rage. It's pre-faded. It's, it's a new pre-faded. It's a new shirt, but it's supposed to look like I bought it in the 70s. I see. When I was negative 10. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's, that's what's supposed to happen yeah, there. You know what? If, if you only had a Seattle Pilots t-shirt... I would rock a Seattle Pilots oh, t-shirt. Man. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Or an original Milwaukee Brewers shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That'd right. be nice. Yes. That'd be nice. A Milwaukee Braves shirt would be great. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Houston Colt 45s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Houston Colt 45. What I would love is a picture, is a t-shirt that's a Houston Colt 45 shirt, but then instead of the gun logo or the H logo, whatever it was, I can't remember what the yeah. actual logo was. It's just a picture of Billy D. Williams giving you the thumbs up. Right. That yeah. would be amazing. That would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. Be I, I used to have this thing where I wanted to collect football mm-hmm. jerseys from countries that no longer existed mm-hmm. because I've got like a Lev Yashin okay. Soviet Union goalkeeper shirt. And yeah. I've got a, uh, I'm trying to think, I've got some other one. And and so the Holy Grail would be, I don't think it actually exists, would be a football jersey from the Ottoman Empire. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I mean... They definitely, I don't think they played in any World Cup, but they could have. Well, there wasn't a World Cup until 1930, so they wouldn't have. Well, they were around until the end of the First World War. Exactly. So, so yeah, no, that's what I was, theor- trying to, I was trying to. It's, it's yeah. theoretically possible. Yeah, they, no, there definitely could be. Yes. Um, that was one of my favorite jokes for the longest time that until 2016, I could say, is that uh, the Ottoman Empire is more recent than the most recent uh, Chicago Cubs World Series victory. Right, yeah. Which was great. Yes, I yes. can't do it anymore. Yes. It makes me sad. That and the Austro-Hungarian Empire. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you, do you want to talk about the soccer game? I mean, sure, I do. I have yeah. thoughts and feelings. and So we, we've technically, allegedly had two games. Since the last time we spoke. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Um, first game is still underway. Yes. Technically. Yes. Until October 5th now. October I 6th. I think so. Yeah, mid-first yeah. mid, mid week of October. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> lightning delay, which turned into a lightning cancellation, or postponement, rather, in, right, in because, Charlotte. And is this because Charlotte's got these, these like, noise ordinances? Is it because of that, or just because the game was good? 
that the game would not have ended until like 2 a.m. I think it was because the game wouldn't have ended until 2 a.m. It might have been a local ordinance thing or something along those lines. But it, it the same, you have to have a certain point where you just you just say screw it. You know what I mean? You well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we'll talk about that during the second segment because yes. I have a lot of opinions on that. But like, but like, they're not going to. Um, what we're talking about, we've ta- I don't know if we've talked about I know I've talked to somebody about this. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show or whatever, but um, they're not going to make a Clippers game stop at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning if it's the, you know, oh yeah, yeah. top of the 34, 34th inning or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I, I would assume that probably at some point the um, – it isn't even, is it the International League anymore or is it now just like high A? Did they choose the name of the league? You're asking the wrong guy. Or high triple A, rather. Yeah, I don't um, know. Um, anyway, but but whatever whatever it is, I'm, I'm I, sure that there's probably with a minor league game, there's probably some sort of some sort of time that it's just yeah, gonna stop. But I love I, I I always loved the 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 International League as a name because it like makes you think that I don't know like the St. Louis Cardinals have a triple A club in like Mombasa or something. Well, you know <laughs> you know there used to be a uh, international team in Havana. Yeah, yeah. There was Havana, uh, Toronto, or Ottawa. One of the two. Right. There were a few other. Um, I don't think there there aren't any more. Um, but I'm trying to remember when the last time there, there was. There are no there are no major league baseball affiliates in Havana, Cuba anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Weird, weirdly. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, uh, what was the? I have to go back. I, I have to go. There was there was a whole the Havana Banana Kings, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was the Banana Kings, if I remember correctly. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, um, so 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 we played, what, 17 minutes and 32 seconds against uh, Charlotte? Approximately yeah, against Charlotte. Yeah. And that match was a big old nothing burger. Yes. Not a lot in it. So, um, so what I love, though, is because <laughs> because of this game, yes. um, <clears throat> those of us who are not complete nerds learned – the MLS rules for restarting a match that has been suspended for some reason. Yes. And the rules, the rules read as if they were made up by some sort of 18th century English literary society. Yeah. <laughs> because they just, it's like, okay, all the same, you have to have the exact same roster. All the same players have to be on the field. Yes. They have to be, in exactly the same place they were on the field when the game was suspended. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it, or it could be like rules that a three-year-old made up. Yeah. So (laughs) uh, determination, this is from MLS soccer.com, major league soccer, soccer soccer.com. Determination of whether or not a match is delayed or postponed should be made by the league office at sole absolute discretion. Once the league office has made a determination that the match is quote-unquote postponed, the league office shall issue an official com- communication confirming the match is postponed. Matches may be delayed or postponed within cer- with, when circumstances exist, such as the start or continuation of play, impose a threat to the safety of participants or spectators. Um, so it, that's, that's yeah, after yeah. roster change. That doesn't uh, Regular season restart of a match postponed after kickoff. Uh, must restart at the same spot. Uh, the match was stopped during the normal flow of the game. A drop ball will be used. Commence the same players in the fields and substitutions available when the match initially was postponed. Um, the club's official match rosters are frozen uh, on the match recommencement day. Subject to the exceptions below, no additional substitutions may be added. Uh, the teams may only make substitutions to which they were entitled when the match was postponed, except as provided below. And in case of subsequent injury or unavailability, um, you may... 
Um, uh, if a player is unavailable due to trade, loan, or transfer, or injured before the resumption of the match, it cannot participate. May be replaced by a substitute on the official match roster or the postponed match, um, subject to the goalkeeper exemptions below, which are even more numerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, if, if you've got a player that's not with the team anymore or injured, you're allowed to, to not use that player. How nice that, that makes sense. Yes, um, it, it does. It's the just... starting goalkeeper from the postponed match is unavailable due to injury, trade, loan, or transfer for the match recommencement. The backup goalkeeper from the match um, is to be inserted into the match without a substitution or substitution event. An additional goalkeeper can be added to the bench from the team's active roster, which is not counted as a substitution. The backup goalkeeper is also not available to be used. Uh, an additional goalkeeper can be added to the bench from the active roster of the day. So basically, you can yeah you can sub out goalkeepers. And there's a shitload of like additional stuff as far as that goes. Um, and then it's a bunch of stuff about discipline, which I don't care. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> um, can you imagine being in the room when they hammer this all out? Yeah. Well, and then they had to do this because of COVID. There's there's also a minimum amount of games that you have to play in order to qualify for the playoffs. Okay. Um, but if your opponents couldn't play because of COVID and you still could, then you can still qualify for the playoffs. I'm um, just imagining a team that, like, because of COVID, only played 15 games, but they won all of them and made the playoffs. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone else got COVID. <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyway, so then uh, there was a game last night, allegedly. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it, there was a game. It was the weather was just abysmal. And again, we're going to talk about the weather in another segment. But yeah. um, so because of the weather, just because it was so oppressive, I mean, not it, it, there have been hotter games. In lower.com, but there haven't been ones that were that unpleasant because of the humidity. It was it was a gross night. It was really gross. And I so did not enjoy that game. So I ended up leaving at halftime because I was feeling physically ill. Uh-huh. Um, and I ended up going I ended up going to the bar about 30 minutes in and ran into an old friend, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he and his girlfriend or wife, sorry, I'm, I'm not sure. Um they they had to go somewhere else, and I just didn't want to hang out in the bar by myself, so I went home. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sad that I went home, given the fact that there was an over over an hour um, weather delay. Yeah. So I went to um, the crew bar, the the bar, the stadium bar, which yeah, is uh, the first time that I had really been in there and spent any time in there. It has zero ambiance. No, it's it's fine. Um, weirdly enough, and I tweeted at. Um, uh, uh, Ty about this. Um, they don't have ginger ale in the bar. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's like a normal bar mixer, right? I think. That's that seems like something that you just have on the on the soda gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, levy, levy concessions, ginger ale. Get it in the bar. Okay. That's not like like if I want to order a whiskey and ginger, that shouldn't. That's not a weird request. No. That's not a. That's not over the realm of like. Too much to ask. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I wanted a whiskey and moxie, that's different. That's a little bit. That's a yeah. little bit, a little bit too far. But a whiskey and ginger, come on. Yeah. Come on, yeah. guys. No, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of a, a Peggy Olson joke from Mad Men mm-hmm. where they're, they're getting Mountain Dew as a new account. Uh-huh. And so basically, 
because it's Mad Men. Their whole approach to this, their research is basically what what booze can you mix with Mountain Dew yeah. and it tastes good. Yeah. And so Peggy says, you need three ingredients for a cocktail. Vodka and Mountain Dew is just an emergency. <laughs> That's good. That is really good. That's good. Also, that describes most of my underage drinking. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> yes. I like Mountain Dew, and I like being buzzed. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> um, Weirdly enough, Mountain Dew was actually made to mix with bourbon. Init- initially. Yeah, like, okay. like, it was, uh, it yeah. was, um, because it was that whole, like, it had that, that, Country hillbilly, right. I go Yahoo for Mountain Dew or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and in in the in the TV show, uh, the Pepsi people who run Mountain Dew, they were adamant that they did not want any depiction of either witches or rednecks. Yeah, witches. <laughs> well, because it's a brew. It's a brew. I don't know. You know, God, I just. I, yeah. Okay. I don't get it either. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, talk about this game though. Let's talk about this. Just. Just. Yeah. I have a lot of gripes. Uh, I have a lot of gripes too. Um, Zellran has a nice little um, shot deflected off of one of the Montreal players uh, in the 14th minute, uh, which which does trickle in. Yes. Um, and this is one of my gripes. What's that? Well, okay. So you know, looking online and reading about what crew fans were saying about this game. Like how unlucky we were that this goal, this shot didn't go in, or that shot didn't go in. Well, we were pretty damn lucky that Zell Ryan shot the, went we in. Were, we were lucky the first goal went in. Um, yes. Now, now don't get me wrong. I mean, Zell, it was it was a good goal. Um, good for him. Uh, it was. I mean, deflected goals count just as much as non-deflected that's, that's goals. That's not my point. My point. Um, my point is that that, and I'm not singling out crew fans, but. Fans of a team in general or any athlete or whatever, they want to think that everything that happens that's good is because of talent and everything that happens that is bad is because of bad luck or, yep. or some sort of refereeing yeah. fuck up. Yeah, uh, I think it was because of the fact that Montreal controlled possession. They had more shots on target. They had more corners. Uh, and they genuinely played after about the first probably 30-ish minutes, a better match than Columbus did. They did. Um, yeah. And after the restart, they came out like they were on a goddamn mission. Oh, yeah. And the problem is, and this is this is something that I, po- I, I pointed out on Twitter last night, um, is that we are trying to run the entire offense through Zellerian and, and uh, Cucho. Yeah. We are trying to get Cucho to score goals, which here's the thing. That's great. Yeah. There are... Nine other players on that field. True. Eight of which can be in scoring positions at certain times. Yeah. Um, and we need to stop. We need to stop trying to run our entire offense through our star players. Um, and, and really player. Because it's, it's, it's the entire thing is, the, the, it looked like the entire um, goal of last night's game was get the ball to Cucho. And let him shoot. Right. Um, which is a good plan to have. But the problem is, is that Montreal caught on to that after about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then they just kept marking him. And they knew no one else was really going to take shots. And they knew no one else was really going to be in a position where they were going to have good opportunities to score. And that's all we did. And we just kept kept doing the exact same thing for the rest of the game. Montreal was able to exploit that. 
well. Yeah. He did a very good job exploiting that, in my opinion. Um, well, yeah. Kai yeah. Kamara scores, and then uh, who was the other guy? Waterman. Waterman got one in the 94th, and, and that's and, all she wrote. Yeah, and I don't want to go into the whole Kai Kamara Columbus Crew fandom <clears throat> brouhaha, but there are a couple more things I want to say about the game. So people were saying that we were really unlucky because there was a um, there was a Cucho shot that uh, the goalkeeper blocked with yeah. his hand, mm-hmm. and how you know like he stood on his head. Well, you know, I, I watched the replay of this goal like two or three times. That goalkeeper was perfectly positioned. Yeah, and so him not stopping that shot with some part of his body would have been bad. Yeah. So don't give me this about how, like, well, he was just, like, a superhuman goalkeeper or whatever. And then, of course, Cucho hit the, hit the, hit the post. Yeah. And, and it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if he's a super, you know, quote-unquote, has a superhuman save or not. If, if that's what your entire game's running, riding on, you're, you're going to lose. Right. Every single time. If you're, if, you're, if you're looking for one to two flashes of brilliance in a full 90-minute match to make or break your entire game... Guess what? You're fucked every single time. Yes, unless uh, unless I don't know, you have like Lionel Messi or well, or, or, or or Kylian Mbappe. You're fucked ninety five percent of the time. And we are in agreement. You, with you, this. Yeah, yeah. There is always a chance the other team plays like dog shit, except for their defense. Right. There is there is always a chance that you know whatever, but it's it's that's not the way that you consistently win matches. Right. And so I think that what we are both saying in slightly different ways is. The crew did not deserve to win this game. No. The fact that they went up 1-0 early yeah. does not mean that they deserved to win this game. No. They were no more or less unlucky than Montreal was. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, our defense just seemed to collapse at the end, I, I, it's, it's, I want to say it's inexplicable. Part of me wants to say that a lot of it had to, because I guess Josh Williams was subbed out because of dehydration, mm-hmm. something like that. Part of me wants to say it's it's because of the weather, but yeah. But well, the thing is, you know what? If it's if it was because of the weather, players who normally play in Montreal might be more susceptible to hot weather than players who normally play in Columbus. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> I, it's it's we we saw this against New England mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah, saw this against Montreal last night. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see this against New York on Saturday. Which oh, yeah. We'll talk about that as well. Those teams came into Columbus with a plan. Yeah. And Columbus's plan was, oh, you know, the last few games we were able to get the ball to our brand new star player. Yeah. And he was able to convert. Well, here's the deal. The that, internet exists. Yes. Like, they're, you know, they're looking up what we're doing and... So Caleb Porter needs to pull another rabbit out of his hat <coughs> because at this point it's not acceptable and it's not working. Right. We are playing, and I, I, I hope that everybody gets this analogy, we are playing like one of those teams that are not very good, one of those countries that are not very good, who make the World Cup on the back of one superstar player, a guy like Drogba or Sadio Mane or yep. somebody like that, and basically running the entire team through that player. Yep. The problem is we actually have other players who are good. Yeah, we have quality players on the team. <laughs> yeah, yes. And, and so why are we playing like that? We need to act like we need to act like we know what the fuck we're doing. And and the problem is is Caleb Porter's not doing that right now. No. Um no. yeah. And his <clears throat> his press conference 
was it was a monument to self delusion. Yeah. It was it was it was ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, here's, here's the good news. <laughs> um looking at, at all of this, uh we are still in the exact same spot we were before in the standings. Yeah, we're we're, um, we're fifth. We're in playoff standings, playoff position. We're in we sixth. Oh, uh, when I looked last we're night. We're tied with um, okay. Orlando, but they have one additional win. Yeah, um, and they I also think, have a game in hand. Yeah, we have a game in hand. Yeah, which, we have a game in hand on everybody except for NYC uh, at this point. Um, and maybe Charlotte shouldn't. Nope, Charlotte's got Charlotte's got. We've got a game in hand on Charlotte. We've got a game in hand because um, we play twenty two. NYCFC have played twenty two. Yeah, everybody else is at twenty three, with the exception of. New England, Atlanta, and DC, which um, DC is obviously pretty low in the standings. I, I was I was gonna say New England's like super low in the standings, but they're literally three points behind us. Yeah, it's yeah. that. <laughs> this is this is I, the. I was the, shocked at how badly Atlanta are doing this season. Like, yeah, they're not doing great. No, they're not doing. I mean, they're twelfth place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, back to back to what I've said. What I've been. Chirping on, and and this is the this is the game that broke that duck though is that Montreal they're in third place now and they do they're now at a positive goal differential yeah for the first time in like a long time mm-hmm. um, the teams that are that have positive goal differentials first place Philly second place NYC third place Montreal fourth place Red Bull and then sixth place us and yeah. that's it in the East um, the East is kind of dog shit this year yeah we talked like, about this in the last oh podcast. I know yeah I know. I mean, yeah, yeah we're I, but. You know, it's it's ironic that the East is dog shit this year, but Philly might very well win MLS Cup. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying as a as a as a division, the East is not doing super great. But no, no. But I think yeah. I mean, Philly and and NYC are doing okay. Yeah, NYC. NYC's, They're like what, like three points behind Philly? Something. Yeah, like? it's forty five and forty two points. Yeah. And then in the West, you've got LAFC at forty eight, Austin at forty four. Yeah, look at um, Jim doing the research before the podcast for a change. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Changes. Yes. Uh, we're gonna come back. We'll talk about uh, the weather. Yeah, we'll talk about the weather. Michael Stipe would be so proud. I know. We'll be back. It's the pros from Dover. Thank you. There we go. Okay. Uh, that took forever. We are the pros from Dover. My computer is a piece of garbage, and I need to. Uh, uninstall Windows 11 and reinstall Windows 10, but that takes forever, and I have to back up the whole thing. So until then, this is the thing. Um, so uh, before we get into, because I do want to talk about uh, the thing that you called me about earlier today that, that we're probably going to take the most of of the show to talk about, the weather. Um, I was going to say, really, really, that pimple is not that big a deal. Well, you know, <laughs> it's in a awkward position. My dermatologist said keep an eye on it. Etc. Etc. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. So the uh, MLS Next Pro. I want to talk about this because oh, this yeah, article yeah. just came out um, today, actually at uh, three thirty. So it's timely news for us. Uh, MLS Next Pro um, will have twenty eight clubs next year. Um, so including all of the clubs that are currently in, so the twenty MLS affiliated clubs plus <laughs> Rochester. Um, right. There will be uh, an additional seven clubs launching. Um, I'm disappointed a little bit because they're all uh, Major League Soccer affiliate clubs. Yeah. I was hoping for a few more because honestly, and and we'll you know we'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you everybody else. So Atlanta, Austin, Charlotte, LA Galaxy, LAFC, Nashville, and Red Bull are all putting teams into cool. MLSX Pro next year. Um, 
I am having so much fun going to these uh, MLSX Pro games. Yeah. Like, the, the Capybaras games are just... It, it feels like going to a crew... I mean, it, it you know, obviously they're not nearly as well attended, uh, right. even, even as we were back when attendance wasn't super great in, like, 2006 or whatever. But it does. It feels like going to a game back then. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because of the stadium. Right. It's but, like going to, like, an Open Cup game or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's just... It's... it's it also There's, helps that they win most of they them. They do win most of them. They are very good. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoy that as well, and I hope that continues. But um, So I just wanted to chat, uh, just talk about that for a second. Um, they're going to have uh, two divisions, 12 home, 12 away. So uh, 24 total matches over 26 weeks, and then eight teams will make the playoffs. There will be MLS and X Pro playoffs this year. That's uh, awesome. Following the conclusion of the regular MLS and X Pro season. So... There's a good chance Columbus could win something this year. Yeah. Um, which I'll take. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I ain't going to be mad about a trophy. No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, so, the, the, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been to one game. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I guess because a, a lot of the home games are the, the day after a Columbus Crew home game. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know. Well, it is it is a pain in the butt, and the other thing is is uh, unfortunately the next few games are at um, Lower.com. They're not um, at uh, Old Stadium because of the fair, the State Fair, right? Um, right yeah. Which it, that makes sense, you know. Parking is. I mean, there, there were never really home games during the State Fair. No, um, no. And then I or think the, uh, the the quarter horse is like right after that, I think. So, yeah. so I think it's it's because it looks like there are. A total of four home games remaining in the Capybara schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't reschedule the game um, against, no, they did reschedule. I'm sorry, they did reschedule the Philadelphia game. This is a, a, actually an updated graphic because um, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia game that was that was canceled, um, they've rescheduled for August 27th uh, on a Saturday at 5:30. Which we had a game that day. Is there a regular? Is there a uh, no? There's an away game. Yeah. Um, oh, at it's hell is real. Uh, it's it's the same day. It's it's two hours before hell is real. So uh, you can you can connect the dots on that one. And they're trying to get people to go to the stadium pub. Yeah, for that. Which, are, yeah. which uh, you, you can't really blame them for that. Uh, September third, uh, home game at eight thirty on a Sunday against Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. Which. They're saying that is a okay. That's probably September fourth because September third is a Saturday. Um, no, that's what it is. It is they have it listed wrong. So the the crew versus Chicago Fire game is at five thirty, and then they're saying eight thirty is the Capybaras versus Chicago match, also at lower dot com. So just a double header at lower dot com. Okay. Yeah, it it's works. just listed on the schedule as a Sunday instead of a Saturday. Okay. Typo, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the last regular season home game for them, uh, September 18th at Hunt Park, um, 3 o'clock on a Sunday, September 18th against Cincinnati. Oh, nice. So that'll be fun. Yeah, it um, will. Yeah. So, you know, so we're talking about the Quarter Horse Congress and the, and the State Fair, and, and mm-hmm. it, it occurs to me that at a certain point in the future, um, the majority of crew fans will be blissfully unaware of having of having our home schedule uprooted every year because of those two events. Yeah. Like that'll just be like something that no one, hardly anyone will remember. Yeah. Now it's just going to be because of the, uh, 
two or three months during the summer where it is inhospitable to go outside in the state of Ohio because it's yeah. just lightning all the time. Well, yeah. Which I'm, is a professional radio segue. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, before we get into that, Jesus, I, I can tell I'm old. I snap my finger and I just got this radiating shot yeah. of pain up my pointer finger. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow, I'm old. Oh, so I wanted to... Okay, so, yeah. so I... Uh, because because Dave didn't go to the because Dave's got like bronchitis or something he didn't go to the game last yeah. night. I drove because well taking the bus doesn't really work as we both know. Yeah, because you can't take the bus home. Yeah, you can't take the bus home. Coda did uh, post a whole bunch about taking the bus to the game, um, and it's like yeah. well, especially if there's a weather delay, you're completely fucked. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I fortunately I took the um, bus to I had a work thing at Fourth Street. Uh, bar and grill at five o'clock. Right. Um, I left that at six fifteen, and I realized that I needed to meet up with um, my my friends that were going to the game and you at uh, well, um, the whistling keg. The whistling keg. Yes, yeah. at six thirty. Right. And that there was no way I was going to be able to take the bus and get there in any reasonable amount right, of time. Right. Because right. uh, the number four line is only every half every half an hour, and it just yeah. didn't line up. Um, and I'm like, all right, well, and I got an Uber, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Uh, yeah. but then my friend, uh, Ethan, well, friend of the show, Ethan, uh, yeah. um, uh, had driven to the game. So he just gave me a ride home cause they live, you know, they, they live like right around the corner from us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if there was, if, if there was no lightning delay, I could have, as I've done before, sprinted to the corner of High and Nationwide and caught maybe the last bus to Clintonville. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. City needs to fix its fucking mass transit because it's, I'm I'm just at this point more sick of it than I've ever been. Um, Well, it just keeps getting worse. Well, it's, it's, they, they, we are um, a city. We are, we are the largest city in the state of Ohio. Yes. We're the 15th largest city in the United States. Yes, and we stop mass transit at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. To give you an, an, an example of other cities in the state of Ohio, because I've looked. Yes. Cleveland runs most of their services until at least midnight. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati runs most of their services till at least midnight. Yeah. Dayton runs their services until midnight. Mm-hmm. With the exception of some rush hour buses, well, things along sure. those lines, Toledo stops their services at ten. Okay, so we, uh, a city of roughly two million people, mm-hmm. have about the same mass transit in- infrastructure as Toledo, goddamn Ohio. Yes, you know this Max Klinger hatred will not stand. I love Toledo as a city. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but Toledo is a quarter the size of Columbus. Oh no, Columbus. no, no! I get it. All, all I was going to do was oh, yeah. ask, all I was going to do was ask you, as an aside, why normally parking in the parking garage is seven dollars and it was fifteen last night? Is it because there was a Clippers game as well? Was there something else going on? I don't know the answer to that. What parking garage are you park in? Um, the one. The one that is across the street from the North Market, the one that oh, the one the the one by the the really good sushi place, yeah, Um, Kuma, Kuma, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I genuinely don't know the answer to that, and the reason is because I have never driven right. uh, I I I take it back. I've driven to one game at the new stadium ever, yeah, and that I've uh, driven to two. I parked in uh, the Granby Yard parking lot and walked down the bike path. 
so I did not pay to park. Um, oh, at that, okay. yeah. Um, it's like a 20 minute walk down the bike path, but it's also free. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I have never driven to a Columbus Crew game at this stadium, and I've only ever driven to, I want to say, two Columbus Crew games in Columbus besides that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I've only I've, I think I've only driven to three Columbus Crew games ever, and it was two games when. Um, Jasmine had sprained her ankle back yeah, like right. ten years ago, and walking was just not a thing. Well, yeah, like, I mean, like I, it was like it was like the, what there there was no other option. Yeah. So when I I want to say, and I'm pretty much a hundred percent sure that when they played at um, Historic Crew Stadium one mm-hmm. uh, on the OSU campus, yeah, we drove to most of those games. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember driving to a game at Historic Crew Stadium 2, a.k.a. Hunt Park, because I was coming home from my mom's, and she lived in Bexley at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, no, you know. Uh, anyway. I, I two caveats on that, because I know Sean Jackman will listen and then will um, call me the next day and call yeah. me a liar. Um, I don't count that when I lived in Dayton. Uh, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I also don't count um, driving a when ca- when you used to be able to drive a car to go to the stadium and leave it there. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't count that as driving right, to the stadium right. either because yes. a I didn't park and b I didn't actually have my car there. Yes, um, I do remember walking to a game back when I lived in Linden. So this would have had to have been in '99. Yeah, um, and um, on the way to the stadium. There was a torrential rainstorm. Yep. And that is what we call a professional radio segue. Nice job. Um, so last night, and, and it seems like more and more and more and more, um, we are getting weather delays. Um, yeah. And and I this is apocryphal because I don't have um, – I don't think this, there's actually any way of, of finding this out right. without going in. There might be an archive somewhere of – Official start times and stop times of games. Yeah. Games we could extrapolate from that, but I don't have that kind of time, and I don't care about statistics that much. Um, I know, so yeah. I'm going to use I'm going to use the data that I have mm-hmm. um, in in my brain mm-hmm. uh, to to remind myself. And because of the fact that the game um, came up when I was searching for something else today, I can actually tell you the exact game as soon as I um, back yes. up a few a few times. I do not remember a Columbus Crew game. Um, hang on, a Columbus Crew game being called be, being suspended because suspended due to weather. Um, between when I started regularly going in two thousand and seven, yeah, because um, in two thousand six I went to a handful of games, but I did not regularly go to games. Sure. 2007, I went to um, a good amount of the games. I don't think I went to every single one. But from there, from 2000 and no. I think I remember one between 2000 and um, 2007 or 2008 and 2014. Right. right, and it was it was June twenty eighth of twenty fourteen when uh, the game that, that Stu Stu Tudor got got uh, struck by lightning. That was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yes, twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, the only game, and I'm I'm 
I'm I'm trying to remember. I think it was the first year that Vancouver was in the league, which was which would have been 2013. Yeah. Um, the away or the home game when we played Vancouver, I am remembering. I know the weather was shit that day. Yeah. Um, and I think that there was a slight a slight postponement that day. Right. But I don't know. I might be wrong, um, and and I don't really have a whole lot. So yeah. it's a, it's it's you know it's all based on on my memory. But yeah, and and so in in my memory, and and so you know, I've I would say you know this it's it's probably accurate to say that I've been to seventy five percent of every crew home game. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, and I remember there being rain. Yes. But rain. Was nor but the rain of matches was normally like at the beginning of the season or the end of the season. Oh, I remember there being rain. That's yes, I mean the yes. second game of one of my favorite games of of all time as a crew fan was the second game of the 2008 season against Chivas. Where oh, yeah, it rained was, the entire game and it was this back and forth. Oh, it was a four to three. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah that's one of the greatest crew games ever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and so. Going back to um, Historic Crew Stadium 1, there was a game that was played probably, I don't remember specifically, we, I know that we were playing DC United, and I know that we went down, I want to say 2-0, yeah. kind of early. And the weather was, as they say in the novels, foreboding. Yes. And you could see that there was a storm on the horizon that was kind of moving in slowly. Yep. And... Again, my memory for this is hazy because it's been over a quarter of a century now, or it's been a quarter of a century now. But um, <clears throat> the crew pulled this game out and won like three to two or something like that. Yeah. And it was kind of a race against time that they were going to win the game before the storm hit. Yes. And we all got home in time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, but I do remember games again in the early part of the season and the late part of the season. Where there's like shitty cold rain. Yeah. What I don't remember prior to about 10, 8 or 10 years ago are these just like every other home game, there being a weather delay. Yeah. And like, okay. And so, like last night, there was a weather delay. Yeah. It wasn't a rain delay. It didn't rain at all. Yeah. It was heat lighting. Yeah. <laughs> it was heat lighting. And, and interestingly enough, and I'm not, I'm not here to Monday morning quarterback. The, uh, the the crew front office no, 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 in no. this specific situation. I do it a lot in other situations. Right. Um, I spectator and player safety should be should be of the utmost yes. importance. We're not we're not here to say that they shouldn't stop the games for lightning. That's no. not what we're saying. No, I want to make sure that we, we go on. We we are absolutely one hundred percent in agreement on this. Yes, and the fact that the Clippers did not stop the that's game. That's what I was going to. Is the Clippers? Um, now, my question is, and and I don't know the answer to this. Um, was I think we were in the weather delay when they announced the Clippers game had ended. That. Makes sense. I, 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 I know. Tell, that, I can tell you because I I liked the tweet. Well, the, um, the game went. I know that the Clippers game went to extra innings. Yes, that's one thing I will say. Um, so yeah. So you know what the Clippers do versus what the crew does. Ten, 10 seventeen p.m. The Clippers game ended in a walk off home run. Right. So that that was during the crew being under a weather delay. Um, right. Right. 
Yeah, for at least at that point, at least at that point, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't... It was like 9.30 when they... When well, it would have been, it would have been, because the game started at 7.30, 730. So, and, well, it, and it, it was it was called in the 72nd, Yeah, something like that, so it would have been like, it would have been like, what, 10.15, or, uh, I'm sorry, like 9.15? No, 9.15, so yeah. it, was, it was almost a full hour after the crew game got yeah. got postponed, the Clippers game got, got uh, just finished. Yeah, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't. Yes, um, and, and so not to be glib about this, but I'm pretty sure that no that no one has died by being struck by lightning during a Clippers game. No, I hope God, I hope not. No, well, I mean, yeah, and no, so, and, 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 yeah, yeah, and so that's that is a possibly a reason. It why. is a, it is a real concern that that was magnified a hundred times by the events that happened in 2014, which yes. were awful. I. You know, it's it's. I, they, I will never forget that. that oh, guy, yeah. I will never forget Sue Tudor's name. That's yeah. that's the thing. I didn't have to look that up, mm. and that happened eight years ago. Right. Like right. I, and, I and couldn't believe that it was that long ago. Actually, yeah. But yeah. It is. But but I. Um. So I want to talk about a couple of things with this because I I agree with you. I think that there is, you know, in in going into it, we can we can certainly talk. We can certainly, you know. <laughs> There, there's a lot of proof in the pudding right now that, that there's some climate change issues going on. Yes. Um, and and so what we're saying here is that this is a problem. It's been a problem for a few years now. And and chances are it's only going to continuously get worse. It will worse. get worse. It yeah. It will get it, worse. It's, it's so, and it's not just a problem in Columbus, clearly, because we had the same problem in Charlotte. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, there was some European club friendly in Green Bay. Yeah. And they there were two weather delays in that game. Mm-hmm. So, so this it, is a problem. Well, and we had the LAFC game earlier this year. That yeah. that it was like um, five hours. It was it was insane, is what it was. It was so. This is this is where I kind of want to start on this. Yeah, because there there is this. You got to get the match off. You got to get the match off. You got to get the match off. Yeah, got it's it's got to happen. Um, I think we need to pump the brakes on that a little bit because. Here's the thing that absolutely, like, I'll, I'll use this as, a, as an example. We, when we were kind of doing our, our pre-podcast talk this week, yeah. I had tickets for a, uh, an obviously minor league baseball, especially you know, high A minor league baseball is not the same thing as, as yeah. an MLS game. But um, baseball, realistically, baseball and um, soccer are the two sports that are that deal with this the most. In um, America. In America, yes. Um, the... We this this is going to be the interesting question. Depending on how much how hot of a summer we have and how long of a hot fall we have, mm-hmm. with the amount of this happening, how many of the how many um, potentially college football or NFL games might be impacted this year because yeah. of that sort of stuff? Because just just how much it's happening right now, this could very well happen in an OSU. Do they do they play college football in the South and the Midwest? I think they do. I, okay. I think let me let me check my notes. <laughs> yes. Um. They do, uh, and they play it in very large, very crowded stadiums that have very, very large light towers. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me let me just interject something because you're talking about like baseball and, and soccer in America yes. being the most affected. So um, it would have been 2019. 2019 was the last ICC Cricket World Cup. Mm-hmm. It was held in England. Yeah. Um, People will be surprised to know that it rains in England. Weird. Yeah, I know. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it was played over the summer. Yeah. So there were a lot of rain. There were a lot of games that 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 were at rain, and they don't play cricket in the rain. Yeah. You know what they did with these games? They just didn't play them. Yeah. I mean, like literally, this is the World Cup. They just didn't play. They just didn't play the game. Cricket's freaking weird, man. (laughs) Well, it's, it's weird. But what I'm saying is, there is precedent for just basically saying, you know what? We got better things to do. (laughs) <laughs> so what I would say, what I would say to that, um, and what I would say in in these sort of situations is is uh, a few different things. I'm Number not one, saying that this. I'm not suggesting well, that we do this. These I'm are just... these are professional athletes. Mm-hmm. These are stadiums that are specifically built for these professional athletes, and in Charlotte, for example, another team as well. You yeah. know, like the, the you know some of them are. Or mixed-use stadiums. But the, the, um, it's the Carolina Panthers stadium? Yeah, yeah okay. Pan- Panthers aren't playing right now. No, of course not. Um, and they're not practicing. And they're not doing... I don't think training camp's even open for the NFL, but they're not doing training camp there anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think camp just opened for the NFL, if I remember correctly. I, I don't, I don't right. remember yeah, how the NFL works. Anyway. Um, but what I will say is the, the Charlotte game that was abandoned... Mm-hmm. They could have just played it the next day. Right. And the whole argument of these back back in 2000 or back in 1996, 1997, you could maybe have made the argument that, well, then we'd have to get more hotel rooms and book more flights. Yeah. It's a bullshit argument anymore. Oh, it is. Because you are professional athletes playing in a league that can afford to, I mean, the Columbus crew just paid $10 million. Yeah. To fucking talk to this dude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they can afford another night's block of hotel rooms, and they can afford changing some airline tickets if they're flying commercial. Yeah, I, and, I and, completely agree. And some, and and I, I don't think they're flying commercial all their games anymore. I doubt it. Yeah, I mean they used to. They used yeah. they used that used to be a league requirement that you had to fly commercial for a certain amount. I yeah. don't know what it is now. But literally, when they went and picked up Chucho at the airport in Miami, they used the Browns plane. Right. So, <laughs> so, so here is the there's there's a lot of things going on here. Yeah. What well, what my point is yes. is that in Charlotte there is absolutely no, especially because the next day is Sunday. Yeah. Next yeah. day is Sunday. You can play at noon. Yeah. You play at noon, still get people on a plane by, by 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That game's done. It's good to go. And you don't have to have people sit in the stadium. I think they called that game in Charlotte at like 11.30. It was about 11.30. I went yeah. to bed before they called that game. I, oh, left, yeah. I was here at the bar. I didn't even – here's the thing. I didn't even realize that they had played that game until I woke up the next morning. Yeah. Because I'm like – for one of the things is like none of the apps or anything – had any indication that the game had been played. Well, it didn't all. get played. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah, it got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it got delayed. Well, it got but, started. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, you know, a weekend game, Saturday game, you can play it the next day. So, I hate I hate to be this, I don't know, uh, negative, like, mm-hmm. like, like suspicious about the league and about the teams and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, you love that. Well, I mean, I, but I, do, I go to it so much. It's yeah. Like, so... Part of me thinks that the reason why I, I I don't know what happens in a situation like this because to me that was an unprecedented situation. Mm-hmm. I've never known an MLS game 
to like basically, well, we started it and then 15 minutes later we can't play it, so we're going to have to play it like at some later date in the year. I, it's happened before. I'm I, sure it I, has. I, it's not recently in Columbus, but I know I've seen a few uh, where they've had to abandon the match for, for I mean, usually it's, it's um, you know, whatever, uh, yeah. Uh, weather. Yeah, um, but, but, okay. But, so, you know, I'm a Columbus Crew fan. And I buy a ticket for the Charlotte game, mm-hmm. and I and like two or three of my friends drive down, and we run a hotel room, and, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. The game is postponed because yeah. of weather. I can tell you for sure that there's no way the league is going to reimburse me for travel or hotel. No, of course not. No, no. no. are they? Do they? Are they? They said so. What they've what they have said, the official announcement from Charlotte is that tickets are good for the for the new game. Um, if you are um, somebody who came in from out of town, you can contact their front office to talk to them about ways to to be reimbursed or compensated or or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's on an individual basis. Um, this is the thing, and I, and I come from. Um, you, you see know, where I'm going here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, for years and years, I, I worked in, um, um, you know, I, I helped do concert booking and, yeah. and, and festivals and, and venues and things like that. Um, the number one thing that you had, anytime you booked any show outside of a place like Ruby's or something like that, if you have a band with a guarantee, yeah, you have an insurance policy on that show, mm. no matter what. Um, usually, if it's a bar, a bar like this, they have just a blanket insurance policy that covers any sort of uh, catastrophic yeah, yeah. Uh, power failure or whatever, because you already have a contract with the band that you have to pay the band no matter what, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, in the case of a some sort of catastrophe, something along those lines, of you know, a, a power gets cut at the venue, or there is a tornado, or yada yada yada. Most of the time, you would just, you know, you wait for the insurance policy to pay out. You cut the band a check, yeah. right? Major League Soccer has a blanket insurance policy that indemnifies them in the instance that they have to refund tickets for any reason. If they don't, they're the dumbest people in the world. Well, yeah. But no professional sports team, no professional sports league ever does that. Because here's here's what Major League Soccer, I would venture to guess. And I don't know this for certain, yeah. but I would venture to guess that Major League Soccer not only has that, but has a insurance policy so that if there is a weather issue or if there is some sort of issue where they don't sell the same amount of concessions that they normally do, or they don't sell the same amount of, I mean, nobody sells game day programs anymore, but you, you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I do, yeah. That, that there is a certain threshold that if it doesn't get passed, they essentially can dip into this insurance policy that they have and get reimbursed from an insurance company. Yeah. So the idea that they can't refund um, individuals for this is, is, is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, or at least give them a credit. That, that the thing is, is you can always that even if you don't necessarily give them money back, you could just be like, okay, well, the next time the crew play in Charlotte, your ticket's free. Yes. You know, which is which is a nice gesture. Probably not the best thing in the world. Right. But, um, for your local fans, maybe something a little bit different. I mean, now now the local fans are going to be able to come back and watch the game. Mm. Conclude. Yes. Um, and and that's the the way that like so I I the the 
point that I was trying to make earlier that I we got derailed on, I went to I had tickets for a Dayton Dragons game. Yeah. In Dayton uh last last month. Um a couple of friends of mine from Dayton and I were going and we uh got to uh the bar across from the stadium, Bricks Ice House, mm-hmm. and uh had a couple drinks there and realized that it had started storming very badly. Yeah. Um and the Dayton Dragons called the game it's a seven Seven o'clock first pitch. Yeah. They called the game at seven twenty. It stopped raining at seven thirty. Yeah. Um, they did not play yeah. that game. That is a reasonable thing to do. Now baseball's a little bit easier. You can just play a doubleheader the next day. Yeah. Especially in the minors where you're playing the same team for the entire yeah, week. It's, 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 it's different. And it's, in, in baseball, unlike soccer. Soccer is meant to be played in the rain. Now, yes. granted, it's not meant to be played in, in a, lightning. A, yes. yes, but it is meant to be played in the rain. Otherwise, the game wouldn't exist because hell, it was invented in the British Isles. Yes, of baseball course. is not meant to be played in the rain. So, baseball has a much, much more extensive history of dealing with this issue, and that doesn't even yeah. have anything to do with lightning. Well, it's it's baseball, baseball especially baseball and, and cricket. To, yeah. to your to your uh, involves so, a, a very skilled player. Throwing a ball in a very small confine and not hitting the the yeah. the opposing player that is also really close to that very small confine. Yeah. And you know what really fucking sucks with throwing uh, a ball with accuracy is having your hand wet. <laughs> yeah, unless unless you're Gaylord Perry, but the yeah. ball other thing. But I mean, I mean, I mean, the reason that you can play football in the rain is because they're not throwing they're not throwing the football at a hundred miles an hour well, near fo- somebody's goddamn head. Exactly, <laughs> and, and, and all that. So, th- so you know, we're talking here about like, okay, well, I went to Charlotte and the game was was canceled, and so what are they going to do? So this is what really concerns me, and this I think is going to be a bigger concern going forward. What really concerns me is, is not guys like you or me, because yeah. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. I go to the game. If there's a rain delay, I'm probably just going to go home because I don't yeah. want to deal with it. You will more likely stay. You stay up later than I do. I assume or whatever. It doesn't matter, but I'm but, one of them spring chickens. Yes. Yes. But, but the point is, <laughs> it, the point is it doesn't, it's, it's not onerous in spite of what we were talking about with Coda and all that shit. It's not onerous for us to get to the game or get home. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's. I mean, it's it's annoying because I have essentially um, free bus travel right now via Coda. Yeah, um, as do I. Thank yeah, you. and and I, I I have free bus travel via Coda because of this pilot program that they're doing in the Short North. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, they said I had to uh, reapply for every month, but I just got it for free again in oh, that, August. Which you know, I'm like wondering, like why. I was wondering why it's like sixty-two bucks, and I'm like, well, that's 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 two dollars a day for, for an entire month. No, it's the cost of an annual pass or a, a monthly pass. You're fair capped. Oh, okay. After, after that, you can use it. You can use it longer. Fair so enough. So I have I have seventy-four dollars sitting in my account because I had twelve dollars in my account when I got the okay. The so, bonus. so mine should auto renew or something. It, yeah, it'll auto renew. Okay. Yeah, it should. Anyway. I mean, it, it seems okay. like well, well, this is this is like a really yeah. Welcome to bus talk. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but no. But, here is this is no, I want to make this point though. Do it. Here is here is my point. Imagine that you're a family of four, and you live in Mansfield. Yep. Or Akron or Dayton. Yep. And you have you you've been season ticket holders and crew fans since before your kids were born, and you want to like inculcate them into 
the cult of the crew. And so you shell out for four season tickets every year. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, four, five, six home games a year are delayed to the point where you're putting your kids to bed at, like, 1 a.m., yeah, well, in in how many how likely are you to renew the next year? What what they need to do um, is look at the statistical odds that this game is going to be able to play be played at a reasonable time. Yeah. Now here's the deal: if they're if they're going to go to a lightning delay, and last night's game wasn't wasn't awful. I get it. Yeah. It, it's it's last night's game was an hour. Yeah. It's annoying. But right. it's not the end of the world. And most people, I think, that went to that game, they got to see 70, 78 minutes of soccer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the LAFC game earlier this year, where it was a 3.30 kickoff and it didn't start till after 8 o'clock, and then there was another lightning delay after that for another, what was that, 45 minutes? Yeah, right. That was bullshit. It's a 3.30 game. I know that should have been that should have been called and rescheduled for the next game or for the next day within an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, because because you can see the radar. We have radar. I know. I know. And and it and it's when it's continuously red and it's going to be five fucking hours. Maybe you do something different. Guys. Well, and one of the things and one of the things when I was talking about this with Dave earlier today, one of the things that you might do is. And I know this is the most insane thing for a sports team to ever do ever in the history of the world, but let let the people who are attending the game leave the stadium and come back. Yes, a hundred percent. The 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 idea that so this happened to me last night only because I was unfamiliar with the areas of the crew pub. So they started making an announcement yeah. that I could hear that there was an announcement being made about when the game was going to restart, but I could not hear it because they had um, the audio for the uh, LA, LAFC or LA Galaxy game on Inside the Pop. Yeah. Because um, they were they were showing that, which makes sense. You know, yeah, 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 that's fine. Rain yeah. delay. Yeah, of course. You show there's soccer on. Yeah, of course. Yes. Um, so I open one of the doors to the pub, stick my head outside, and a security guard is like, if you walk over the threshold of the door, you can't come back in. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you're now outside the sta- you're you're outside the stadium. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. A, because you're making announcements I can't hear. But B, um, the idea that that you because again, technology. Yes. Two things you can do. Number one. You can scan people out, and scan people back in if you set if you set your scanners correctly. Yeah, Ticketmaster has that technology. I know Ticketmaster has that technology because I've worked with Ticketmaster and they had that technology fifteen years ago. Yeah. Second of all, if you if if you're going to have somebody be that much of a stickler of somebody pops their head out of a door. Mm. Just to listen to whatever your PA announcer is saying. And it's this, again, this triumph of the will security that, that seems to be prevalent in everywhere in MLS. It's not just with the crew. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, it's not just with, it's, it's, it's the, uh, we've, we've noticed a problem and instead of attacking it with customer service, we're going to attack it with problems. Yeah. Um, it, it's, yeah, well, it's it, annoying. Well, it's, anyway, it, final word, Jim. Well, okay. And so, 
we've agreed that this has become a big problem. Yeah. At least for the crew and probably for several other teams, Nashville, Cincinnati, whatever. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. Yep. And the league is not doing anything customer service-wise to address this. Yeah. And unless, and this will never happen, and I wouldn't want it to happen, but unless every MLS stadium has not just a roof like we've got, but is an indoor stadium. Yeah. There's no real practical solution other than to treat your customers like customers that you think you might want to have back. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a that seems like a problem the league's had for a long time, and that seems like a problem the league needs to fix because they don't treat customers like people they want to have back in the stadium. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, I guess this has been a very long segment. But. It's fine. I, I think here's the thing is that I think that if the crew we play the NYCFC. Yeah. Uh, we're going to lose. If if the crew <laughs> continues to try to run the entire offense to our brand new, sparkly, shiny new player, NYCFC is going to have our lunch. Yeah. Um, and if not, we might have a shot at playing a decent game of soccer. I know. Um, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. We're going to call this one. Uh, thanks to Tim from Rentail Design for our logo. Um, thanks again to Schaefer the Dark Lord for the use of our theme song. My name is Matt. That is Jim we are the pros from Dover, and thank you for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, 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 nana.